Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market update here on Monday, August the 21st. And it looks like it's about two different subjects this morning, maybe three. It looks like India is making headlines, uh, all kinds of rumors about the failing crops or maybe the failing monsoon over there. The crops themselves should be in mostly good shape. I am a little concerned that perhaps some of the headlines recently have been maybe a little bit inflammatory. But with that said, there are definitely some moisture deficits of significance occurring across the country. Just to set the story straight here, uh, India, as of yesterday, was just 7% less than its normal amount of rainfall through uh, uh, August the 20th. And the drought, by definition, in the Indian Meteorological Department has to be 10% below normal or more. And so we're not quite there yet. So even though we're hearing rumors about the driest August in 100 years or the worst performing monsoons since the early 1900s, I think that's all just a little too extreme given the situation. We've had many other drought years that were in worse shape than this at this point in time. That doesn't mean that we're headed down the, any other road. It does look dry biased in parts of Rajasthan, Gujarat, and Pakistan. I still believe strongly that the monsoon is going to withdraw prematurely in those areas so that we're going to continue to see dry biased conditions as we move on into September. There's also a notable dryness issue down in the far south. Kerala, Tamil Nadu, Andhra Pradesh, all three of those areas are reporting upwards to about 30% moisture deficit so far this season. And similar deficits are occurring in other rice and sugarcane producing areas in the lower Ganges River Basin. And all that is where the source of all the concern is coming from. There will be significant rains in the east half of India as we go forward through this next week to 10 days. Substantial amounts of moisture in that lower Ganges River Basin will result. I'm not convinced that we'll get enough rain to fix the moisture deficits, but we certainly will stop the decline in the overall situation there. Southern India and the northwest part of the India uh, subcontinent, along with Pakistan, will continue to dry down. And I am concerned about those areas, and we'll need to continue to watch them rather closely. Another subject matter today continues to be on the ongoing dryness across U.S. Midwest and portions of the Plains and Delta. These areas will go another 10 days without much in the way of significant moisture. Now, there will be a few showers around in parts of these uh, regions, but there's not going to be enough to counter the evaporation. It will continue hot through the middle part of this week. Temperatures of 100 to 110 will continue to occur from southern portions of South Dakota down into Texas and probably 90 95 to 105 occurring from southern Minnesota and westernmost parts of uh, Wisconsin down into the Delta. This will include western parts of Illinois as well. Temperatures in the eastern part of Illinois probably in the upper 90s. Farther to the east, temperatures won't be so extreme. But the good news is a cooler air mass will come through the Midwest as we get into this coming weekend and temperatures will fall notably to back down into the 70s and some 80s with nighttime lows in the 50s, maybe some 60s 
50s and maybe also a few upper 40s in the Great Lakes region. The remnants of Tropical Storm Hillary have managed to work their way up into parts of Canada's prairies overnight. And we're going to see more of that as we go forward through the next two days. The precipitation will not be heavy, but it will be welcome. It will be somewhat disruptive, though, to some of the early harvest that's going on. But the moisture totals will not be enough to cause any serious decline in crop quality. The moisture is needed badly, as you know, because of the multi-year drought across portions of the region. This will be followed by a trough of low pressure in the second half of this week that will bring additional rain and then cooler air back across the region. Speaking of cooler air, it looks like frost and freezes did occur in portions of Canada's prairies over the weekend, Sunday morning in particular. The area from west-central and northwestern Saskatchewan through the heart of Alberta experienced temperatures in the 30s Fahrenheit. There was frost and there were some freezes reported. The lowest temperatures that I've seen are around minus 1 Celsius or 30 Fahrenheit, and that may not be cold enough to cause a lot of damage, especially because a large part of that region was also notably dry biased, and the dry bias has these crops more mature than usual. In the wetter areas in western Alberta, the temperatures were not quite as cold, and soft frost was noted in those areas, and I doubt seriously there was any permanent damage there. So the bottom line is probably something for the record books, but not necessarily a big impact on the production potential. As far as uh, South Texas is concerned, we still have a tropical disturbance heading into that region tonight and tomorrow. And, and the Hurricane Center suggests that this may become a tropical depression or tropical storm just before it moves inland. We expect to see two to four inches of rain to occur in South Texas and maybe southern parts of the coastal bend with a potential for something a little bit greater, especially if the storm becomes better organized today. In addition to that disturbance, we still have a lot of other tropical systems out there in the Atlantic Basin in general. It's Tropical Storm Franklin that is the only other event that's threatening land. Franklin will likely move through Hispanola as we go forward through the day tomorrow into Wednesday, producing heavy rain and strong wind speeds, but it will be a tropical storm still. The damage will be somewhat low, and we're not expecting to see any huge damages to coffee, sugarcane, or rice, even though some impact is expected. Farther to the west, tropical storms Gert and Emily are likely to disappear as we go forward the next 24 hours, dissipating or at least converting to post-tropical uh, or extra-tropical cyclones. And another disturbance way off the Africa coast will become another tropical cyclone later this week, but it will stay over open water in the central Atlantic. So it's really just the Texas system and the one that's going to impact Hispanola. They're going to be the areas of interest this week. Hillary dissipated over portions of Nevada and California overnight. The remnants of this storm will drift up, like I said, into Canada. The rest of the world doesn't have much that's changed. We're still looking at droughty conditions in Argentina. Brazil's going to see some shower activity, but nothing that's going to be real earth-shaking. Uh, there will be an increase in precipitation in Europe this week, and parts of Russia in the south will continue to be rather dry. This will be inclusive of the central and eastern parts of Ukraine, as well as Russia's southern region and into western Kazakhstan. Uh, by the way, there were some patches of soft frost this morning in northwestern Russia, so it wasn't just in Canada over the weekend. The northern hemisphere is trying to cool down for the season. Farther to the east, we've already talked about India, but China will continue to see a good abundance of moisture. I say good, and there's some folks there that would certainly like to see some drier weather, especially in the northeast, and it looks like there will continue to be enough moisture to maintain some frustration over the overall 
overall bottom line there. Some east central areas in China will see net drying this week. Outside of that, it's southern Australia that's still doing okay, but the northern parts are not. That means Queensland, northern New South Wales, and northern parts of western Australia still need a soaking rain, and pretty darn soon with reproduction coming up around the corner. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.